Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I am your host, Hannah Golding, and, well, our last episode was like a reflection. If you haven't listened to it, it's talking about the annual and a reflection of 2022 as we nearly enter 2023, because it's Christmas next weekend. <laughs> uh, fun times. I'm actually all prepared for Christmas, actually. I just need to get some little bits and the Christmas food, of course. Um, so I do apologise if I have a higher pitch tone than usual, my voice. Uh, I am full of cold, of course. Uh, I had COVID last month, cold this month, <laughs> an eye infection. Um, my bones are just falling apart. So I thought, why not do a podcast as I'm wrapped up because it is cold. The snow is fun to look at. It's not fun to be in. (laughs) However, this podcast episode is all about how to elevate your platform. So how to make your platform more effective, basically. Um, Now, I wanted to do this episode because I think some people are still a bit unsure about platforms uh, and some people just say something because they're platform because they feel like they have to. Um but you don't. (laughs) You don't need to. There are only a couple of pageants that are platform-based in the UK, and that's only because they reflect the internationals, um, where it might not be a platform, it might be a a level of community service, so it might be something that you do, um, your projects, your advocacy, something you like to focus on. Now, there's also some misconceptions about platforms that you need to have, so we're going to talk about how to make it more effective i'm going to use some examples of how i've changed my platform what i've done what works for me what works for others because some people are doing amazing things their platform absolutely love it and some are doing things that are a bit questionable um that aren't really making a change now i'm not expecting you to make loads of change with an instagram post um but there needs to be levels to it so a platform if you don't know and we do have episodes on it Um, If you have the handbook, you will know there's a great explanation in there. It breaks it down. But a platform is something that you use alongside your pageant title. Um, It could be a cause or an illness, disease. Um, It could be a movement, anything that you're really passionate about. And you will use your title, your pageant title and beyond because platforms usually you know, are something that are quite personal to you. It might be something that you suffer with or you've seen your family suffer with or something you've lived through or, you know, an injustice that you just don't like. Um, It could be educating more on some things that aren't, you know, well known. So this is what you'll use your title for and this is how you do it through interviews, through your platform. It could be an interview series. It could be working with different organisations. It could be fundraising for certain charities because as we said before, a charity and a platform, like a, a charity is not your platform. That's what you fundraise for. It's the cause behind it. So um, if you're fundraising for cancer research, your platform is cancer like it depends on what type of cancer because there are so many types um and then if you were going to use this as your platform you would then look at the awareness months and days of where you can make that most impact now the reason that we created well not the reason we created um we had it in 
the manual. So that was 20, 2019, oh, a long time ago. And then I put them in the handbook as well. And then I've also got it in the annual and it'll be in there every year. And it will be available. Um, I think I'm going to make an announcement about it. Um, but I think I was going to do it for free, but it's like a small donation, pound, couple of pounds, I think, um, I will ask for just a small donation, a minimum of a pound, <laughs> although I'm not sure what it is I'm just giving, it might be two pound or one pound, I'll see, I'll see what it is, um, for charity, and it's basically, it's every awareness month, in days, in causes that are most relevant to pageantry and people's platforms, um, there'll be some that you might not use, um, they're not silly ones, like, (laughs) if you search for awareness days, you will find, (laughs) um, pancake day, um, sausage roll day, there was, we've always make a joke about that one, um, really random days that you don't really need to post about, there's no relevance, especially when they don't have a cause behind them. Like if you're posting like wearing red for, you know, wear red day, which is usually for, you know, raising awareness for heart disease, there's a, a cause behind it. Wearing red because it's national strawberry day, it, it, it doesn't have the same effect. Um, I don't know if there is a national strawberry day, there probably is. No, you can flip that if you were um doing your platform i've not actually seen this but your platform on well it it can kind of go into like an eco um platform if you're talking about sustainable farming and um you know growing to the seasons and then you can spin it on that there's a way of spinning everything um to match what you want the same as when we talk about interview you can change any question to what you want to answer it just has to make sense you know it has to make sense it's like the saying, you know, you can sell ice to the Eskimos, like that sort of talking. Um, so with that, thinking about your platform, you need to think of something that you can actively talk about, promote, raise awareness and try and make a little bit of a change. And as I said before, we're not looking for, you know, you changing the laws, but it'd be great if you were actively talking about petitions to sign, um, or you can create your own petition. The only thing is, sometimes when we create our own petitions, there are other petitions that are existing on, you know, change.org, um, that have many more signatures, and then they could need your support more than creating another one and, and, and trying to draw that up. However, if it's something that you truly believe in, create that campaign, create that, um, that petition. I think it's, I think it's like you have to have 10,000 signatures for it to get considered under parliament. Um, I'm not too clued up on the petition side. I've signed, I've signed a lot of petitions, uh, in my lifetime. Um, I'm not sure of uh, how many it does take. I think it is 10,000, but don't quote me on that. Um, So you want to make sure that when you're thinking of something, so let's go through some examples of platforms and and what you can do. Um, And and best what not to do. So if you're creating content uh, for your platform, that's the most important thing, first of all. I've had training with girls and when we were talking about their platform I was like that's a really good platform 
tell me more about it. And they might tell you a little bit, but they're not telling me, like, I've not seen anything, because I'll always look at the social media. Um, I want to see what you're doing. <laughs> Especially as, like, before, if I'm training someone for the first time, we always have a, a discussion about, you know, your aims, your goals, um, anything you've done in the lead up platform if you're willing to have a platform um like if you want to have one rather than saying okay so what's your platform or charity if you don't have one that's absolutely fine I'm not going to force you to do one if you're unsure and you really want to talk about it first that is fine that's what you want to do you want to make sure that you're a hundred percent sold on your platform before you check it out there because there are so many half don't say half-hearted but half-planned uh, platforms that could do a little more tweaking um so yes you need to know a bit more about it and and you know a bit more knowledge um of how you can so when i say about um creating content content can be from instagram posts so like written posts uh tiktoks reels um just videos and like informative videos and pictures um, so I will explain a little bit about my platform. Now, I was very sneaky with my platform because my platform beforehand, it used to be, uh, mental health and body confidence. Um, and then I just went with mental health because body confidence is the subdiversion of that. And then I was like, do you know what? I really want to use this time. So and I literally thought of my new platform in a day this is how my mind works um <laughs> it's an overdrive I'm like yes come on let's go she's working she's firing up I made my announcement for UK's National Miss Wiltshire for the second year the next day I was like I want to change my platform um I changed it to usual pageant voice um because you know I felt I was quite outspoken in the pageant world and I wanted to be more outspoken on different things and educated about different topics so I created that platform and in that platform there are subdivisions so you know it's educating others on different things and movements and you know what I can do because you know I'm I won't be able to teach everyone everything um and I'm learning myself and that's why I love this platform because I get to educate myself I get to research I get to learn new things I've bought many books. Um, <laughs> always reading a random book. Um, I should take it to the gym. I do my half an hour cycle and read at the same time. Um, don't at me at that. I can't do too much in the gym with this with this bulging desk at the moment. Um, but uh, yeah, so I get to learn and plan and create content around that. Um, and they also did the pageant. Uh, the platform talks so it was my talk show um I do have li- like lots of different things within that but this was you know the one series that's going to be continuous and this is why I asked the harder questions um rather than my sparkle self where we are a bit more breezy uh <laughs> a bit more breezy on the lives uh but I digress and then each month had a different theme of what I was focusing on. Uh, so I'm going to go through that now. So December, because I, I announced October and November was um, always about, you know, 16 days of activism against anybody's violence. So domestic violence was the theme 
that month, December period poverty, January was uh, body positivity and mental health because of um, we did the P in pageantry, February LGBTQ history month, March um, women's history month and also International Women's Day in there, I did a campaign video um, reading different speeches, uh, April was, I actually did um all about trans so did it all about trans series where I was talking about different issues um different terminology different experiences and just giving a bit more um education May mental health of course mental health month uh and then June I didn't do anything for June because it was the countdown I said I did like a 30-day countdown a lot right <laughs> I have to be extra a 30-day countdown um and that then with that countdown I did like summarizations and and all of that. Every week I would share a petition um relating to the theme of the month. Um I would also share um informational infographics. Um so quite short but had the um you know there's obviously room for improvement for some of them. And then I would do the platform talks. So in that time from October to um June I recorded 20 episodes uh, as well as this I also had Queen Chats and the Pageant Mama Club so we did like different episodes of that Um, I didn't actually tie that into my total appearances um, but those are like my platform things so that's how proactive I was with my platform um, now I would say that's pretty proactive um, I would love to have done a lot more as in attend more protests um you know i attended two pride events beforehand and then since i've won my title two pride events afterwards where we'd walk in the parade but pride is a protest so you know having that visibility i actually commented um when I won my title it was like it was the first time that that crown had been at a pride event um it like it was a it was a great moment for bringing pageantry and pride together and you know bringing that community sense together and I know I could speak of so many things of what I would love to see the pageant world do and be more inclusive but we're not going to talk about that today we're talking about your platform <laughs> so when you're creating pageant content it needs to be relevant it needs to be easy on the eye but still informative now if you don't have canva get to know canva it is the best app i've actually planned i think the rest of this month's uh, content and i've got ideas because once again different themes now as I said, with the awareness calendar, I look and I can see. So I already know that February will be, you know, LGBT History Month. Um, in March, I will have Women's History Month. So I'll be showcasing more, um, you know, female pioneers. As well, like last year, well, technically this year, <laughs> this year, um, all of the women who I shared um, every day were black women of history because I, I missed um, Black History Month in October, but I did obviously do some posts for that. Um, but 
if you were if you feel like you want to i say like i said like if you feel like you want to you should do it just do it anyway but if you want to theme it around months uh february is also black history month in america so we have it in october here in the uk um in america and you can do so many different months it just depends on you know if you're talk if your platform is like diversity if that's your platform that's a perfect month to theme it around we know that every day should be a day of diversity and inclusion in all industries um however this is where the most information will be available to you at that time because there are lots of other things happening um and more people will know about it that's when I say theme um because there are cancer months in September it's childhood cancer awareness month um as I said about May there's mental health awareness week in the US it's um mental health awareness month here in the UK it's actually maternal uh, mental health month um in April you have autism acceptance month and acceptance week and acceptance day you'll find that with some causes there'll be a month a week and a day so you can have all that time to plan something um now of course you want to be sensitive enough where you're not going to be um like how recently I shared um the domestic abuse stories um enough content where it explains the point but not where it's insensitive to those who are involved obviously always put trigger warnings if something is going to um be in there um make sure that you have consent from everyone this is really important and it's something i want to talk about if you are happy enough to just share other people's content make sure you credit them this is so important and i will use the example recently of my campaign um my campaign uh, <laughs> my project because you know the 16 days activism is not my own it's a un um you know official definition from you know the eradication of violence against um women on the 25th to human's right day on the 10th um and i've learned that through lots of different researching about different days you know you can go on the un website and they will have a list of awareness days that they have um days that they celebrate and to you know they're not just like a celebration day it's to raise more awareness and it's to bring bring it into conversation um so when I did my written series, because we did a video, did the written series, um, there was a slide that was taken out and used with someone else's campaign. Um, and that is a big problem because, one, it wasn't the full slides, because there were several slides telling a story. Um, and then it also puts that onto the other photo so it makes it look like it's their story when they're just joining in to raise awareness you have to be so careful and there was no credit as well um so someone who had opened up to me and told me their story and of course they're all anonymous so you wouldn't know who they were unless they shared it like I chose to share my story and I know that some girls chose to share theirs um or share others but you have to be so careful because then you might then get questions and I will say this as well when I did uh this was a couple of years ago I did a post uh about denim day and I will be doing something for denim day next year so watch out for that um 
I posted that I had been a victim of SA and someone had copy and pasted the whole thing that I put because I'll talk about that in a minute um the whole explanation of the day my experience and then put it in their own post so when I messaged I was like oh I'm really sorry to hear that you've been a victim of this um I'm like oh no I've not I've just copied yours I'm like what (laughs) don't do that because you're you know in that post it says that you're a victim you know, and that's a shared experience, which is not a great shared experience. Um, and it, it takes away the awareness post, especially if you copy and paste. Now, when you do posts like this, you will copy and paste from certain websites. You'll take the information. Um, for example, when I do my infographic posts, I always put where I have the information from. It's always good to credit and have your sources. Very important for that. <laughs> um it's not like your essay where you have to reference it and we're going to mark you down for it. But it's always good then. People can see, you know, like if they want to read the full paper of it um, or the full article or they want to find out more themselves. Um, so you have to be mindful of taking other posts, which is why I always say to create your own infographics. Get on Canva, create a series, put your title on there. Looks cute AF. Um, now, It doesn't matter how many likes you get on your posts. I want to really drill this in. Because if it's your platform, and you're like, oh, it's my platform, I'm putting it on my social media, but no one's interacting, I get a couple of likes. People are still seeing it, it's visible. And sometimes people won't like stuff, because sometimes they just flick through it and forget to like, or they'll read it and then move on. But people are still reading that information. They're still learning. Um, The same as, you know, one person joins in a campaign than someone else. It's like that ripple effect. Um, And if you were to then explain this in your interview, you know, you would say you've created an infographic series talking about, you know, different signs, different symptoms, elements, um, case studies. So if you're doing things that um like invisible illnesses you might have case studies you might have focus on different diseases um and conditions and disabilities you know there's a whole spectrum of what you can use um it could be you know you do a series about myth busting um because i've just done um some infographics about period poverty and, and periods um and some of the myths i've heard about periods are crazy like you can't prepare anything milk-based because it will curdle you'll make babies sick if you're on your period in some countries you can't even be in the same house as others when you menstruate it's ridiculous um <laughs> and you learn so much like i'll post that on my stories in the next upcoming my stories in my feed in the next upcoming months a month and you'll be like what what is that what is that you think to yourself how and this is what it is is education through social media and some facts will be interesting some facts you'll be you'll be a bit hard-hitting some facts okay but there needs to be information and I'm gonna say this really nicely now um although there is a lot of shade in what I'm about to say a picture is not good enough having a picture of something without the content behind it is not good enough saying you create a campaign and having people in the picture just their picture 
nothing. Had this with two campaigns I've seen recently. One that really grind my gears, I've probably talked about it before, was one talking about ovarian cancer and they were sending in photos to raise awareness, except for there were stage photos. There were photos from three, four years ago. There were old photos and they weren't even like wearing a certain specific colour. And then you posting that was, yeah, you've taken part in the campaign, but you haven't because you've done nothing. You've sent a picture in. That's nothing. That is nothing. And that's why I say making your platform more effective. If you're explaining that, if I was there listening to you explain, I'm like, okay, well, how is that picture raising awareness? Okay. So this is how you work around that. If you're wearing a colour um, or doing something specific to the charity. So, for example, um, Verity, which is a PCOS charity in November, November, September, said to paint one nail purple for the whole month. Um, and then in November, as we we're saying, uh, for World Diabetes Day, they're encouraging you to paint your nails blue. That is something as you know, it's active. It's a picture, yes. And, you know, I donated each of each of those as well. I always find that if you're doing a photo, donating as well, it, it just, you know, you're actually actively joining in the cause. Um, but yes, painting one nail, you're like, oh, well, it creates that conversation. If you're wearing a colour, you want to put the emphasis behind it. So I'm wearing, say, so I'm wearing orange to end gun violence. A statistic. Did you know this is this is this is this? You know, you can find out different information from this organisation there. You know, if you donated, put the donation up. You're giving more content than just the picture. If you just put this person is wearing this that and there's no information about the condition there's no and you want to make sure that it's not too wordy you want to make sure there's enough in there and that's why it's directing them you know tagging the um charity on instagram you know if you want to know more please visit this charity i've donated you should donate too you know or you know especially like for diabetes i think i put you know there are two type of diabetes you know some symptoms can be this this and this you know if you feel like um this is concerned talk to your doctor or find out more through here um you know not everything on social media is going to be like a, a changing post but this is how you find out more i've had a lot of people say like through some of my posts that they've learned more about different terminology or you know different things that people weren't aware of and i've learned so much from everyone else who's posted so if you're going to do infographic posts then create the content yourself um and source what you where you've got it from um make sure that it's easy on the eye so it's not like too much um overloading and make sure that that it's yeah easily readable not to overpower especially if you are using canva you want to look at the um like color of your writing so i have seen some posters before when it's like red and pink um and they're really contrasting and it's hard to read the words um you know so make sure it's easy for everyone you know if it's a dark background you can have white writing you know you're not going to have black writing with a dark blue background you want to make sure you know it's easy that the handwriting well handwriting the, t- <laughs> the the font even is easy readable 
um i'm a big fan of like handwritten style fonts um i use it a lot <laughs> um but i won't use it for the actual like uh informational content probably just a header um because then it's really hard to read really hard um but i will say now videos gain more traction than infographical posts infographical posts are great um but if you want to add a bit of another layer to your platform videos now reels are really good um how you can elevate your platform is you can kind of get onto like tiktok trends or real trends um i don't <laughs> i don't do reels that often i will do it on tiktok and even now i've fallen out of tiktok um in regards to like posting because I used to all the time last year and life has happened life is busy um but you know popular sounds you know do they relate to your condition or to your platform or you know something like that you can do something with humor um if you want to do like I know you see all the pointy videos but if you want to do that with like the words of what you have signs and symptoms it can be done. Um, sometimes these are a great a great way of adding another layer to raising more awareness and you know catering to a different audience. I like to read some things, but you know if I'm on TikTok and I'll be scrolling, sometimes I'll be watching the videos. The same with Instagram. Um, if it's on your page, you know, cool. That's how you can be more interactive. Now, I also say videos as well. If you're filming something important, so if you have a campaign that you're going to do, film it and talk about it. Add another layer. Don't just post about the campaign, but do a video as well. Um, that will, you know, attract different audiences. Now, I'm not going to tell you the best social media to use all the stuff because um i prefer instagram recently because it just gets more interaction uh but it depends some people are more active on facebook with facebook pages um it just you know some people are really active on tiktok um they're probably at other social media platforms <laughs> i'm not gonna say snapchat that's uh that's not the best one at all is it um but yes so videos are a great way so you have the pictures the infographics and videos you want to make sure that they have proper content that you're not just posting it um and like for me i have the feed on my instagram page and i have the infographics um but because my platform is so like varied I don't need a specific section, but you can have you can have it as a highlight in your story if you want to, if you're not putting on your main grid. So, you know, you can say, you know, check out my highlight story and all the information will be on there. Um, you can do Insta stories on Canva as well. There's just so much. Um, you, so when it goes into video as well, you can choose to have, you can do an, um, a video series or an interview as in like a live interview series. So... I love a good interview. You don't want to have it too long. Instagram only lets you upgrade, upgrade, upload 15 minutes. It went back on itself once where you could upload more and that was great. And now it's back to 15 minutes because everything's reels, um, which is annoying. But <laughs> if you're going to pre-record videos, uh, some people would use Zoom. I always used to use Skype because it would just merge the two pictures together. So I was like, bam this is great. 
um, if you're going to do an interview series, you need to have a theme. And there needs to be specific questions if there's a specific topic you're talking about. Um, so I have the platform talks uh, and there are no specific questions as such. But the main theme will be, I always ask if you can bring any facts or statistics, anything to back up your platform. Why is your platform needed? What are you doing to implement it? Um, you know, is it relevant in pageantry? Uh, and then I might ask you different questions relating to your platform. So, for example, um, I had a page who her platform was a woman in sport. And I talked to her about the controversial subjects of trans women in sport. You know, what were her thoughts? How, you know, how can we get more involved in her platform herself? Um, you know, talking about the Women's World Cup, World Cup, Euros, Women's Euros. We've just had the World Cup. Well, it's still going, but <laughs> we're out of it now. Who's <laughs> paying attention? Um, people are listening on the UK like, what? Although actually in England, because <laughs> Scotland, Ireland and Wales are like, <laughs> we, yeah. Who has? But anyways, um, and then I you know I had Eliza who was talking about her platform of asking for it, and we discussed you know different topics like is it too controversial to talk about things? Uh, talking about women's rights, um, get to have really interesting conversations um about them. So with that, um, I will. I don't have a set question, but those are the ones. So if you're gonna theme, you know, if you have a mental health chat. Um, my questions for Queen Chats was, you know, um, tell us about your mental health story, you know, have pageants hindered or helped? Because it was, you know, it was a pageantry chat. Have pageants hindered or helped? Um, you know, what's your advice for others? And then from the, from the answers that I would get, I would then form a question around that. So if I wanted to know a little bit more, you know, like, you know, did you, um, were you suggest a therapy? You know, did you take any medication? And then we might talk about the stigmas of medication and, and therapy and how we can overcome that. And, you know, how talking about it is just, you know, like so many things, so many things. And then with my series, The Pageant Women Club, like you had to have a criteria of you had to have a kid. Um, <laughs> you have to be a mum um and compete in pageants yourself so not just like the your pageant mum as in you've never competed but your kid competes like you had to be competing um and that would be a fun chat we're talking about pageants before and after having kids like if they had what the preparations tell me any funny stories so if you're having a, a chat that themes around something and if it's your platform it's going to theme around something so for example i have been interviewed on um platform that I've been talking about um invisible illnesses and conditions because I have PCOS and IBS uh, amongst others but those are two many things I'm mainly talk about so I knew that it was going to be discussed what my conditions were and how I live and you know things like that diagnosis etc etc you know so it's a specific way but I've also been interviewed on different series that are just you know different chats and then I can lead the conversation or they can lead the conversation to talk about anything. Um, but those are usually like, if you have a project, so, you know, we have Shout Out Sunday, Tiara Talks, uh, Pagmag, Crown and Sashes Magazine, uh, Pageantland, um, and there's probably more that I have missed, but those are like magazines and interview series that you can 
be interviewed about anything. And then there are a lot of different people who are doing um, live interviews specific for their platform. Now, with this, don't expect it to be a regular show every single week. Um, you could have the slots, but you'll put yourself in pressure. Make sure you have a break, a good season. It's usually, I would say, give yourself a couple of weeks before your pageant final and a couple of weeks after your pageant final. Um, because you might not pick it up again. And it'd be a shame if you don't pick it up again. But it is what it is. That's what happens. But, you know, you want to make sure that it's related to your platform and not your pageant title. Because a lot of us make that mistake of doing all these things under one title and then if you don't win and you go to another, that's it. Um, The series doesn't have to die just because you didn't, like, carry on that title. It's with you. It's your platform. And your platform can be interchangeable. So, um... You have to realise that not everything you do has to be related to your platform. I do a lot of different fundraising and different collections and work with different organisations. Um, but when I had my platform of mental health, like some of them didn't come under that bracket. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't. You don't have to have that one specific thing. Um, it's going to be what you're known for if you're very active and, you know, proactive about your platform. Um but yeah, you don't have to restrict yourself to just doing platform stuff. So there are many things that you can do. You can fundraise for other charities. You can be involved in different movements. Don't restrict yourself by only having to do platform stuff. Because you will find it a lot harder, um, especially if your platform is quite niche as well. Um, now, I will discuss when picking your platform as well. There will be platforms that are really popular mental health cancer invisible illnesses there are a lot of people that have these platforms you know education period poverty homelessness um body confidence so many people have these platforms but what makes a difference is what you're actively doing so be mindful of if someone does have the same platform of you you're not doing like two similar things so if you both have interview series um careful of names be careful of you know yeah what you're doing like if you're planning campaigns we'll talk about campaigns and 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 stuff like that in a minute but you just want to be mindful that it doesn't look like you're copying because that is a very awkward um (laughs) for someone who has been on the receiving end of both you know someone thought that i was copying them had a good discussion not there um you know well, I was accused of that, even though I'd done mine first. So you can kind of see, like, the problematic part of pageantry sometimes. Um, when you're not as popular as some people, they're like, oh, this sounds like this idea. I'm like, you yeah, know, I did this two years ago. Um, but people aren't around two years ago. Pageantry changes so much. There are recycled ideas. Not everything is original. Um you know, and there, but others are like, look, this this sounds kind of similar to what I'm doing. Can we just be mindful of, of that? Um, or we can collaborate. Like being the bigger person is always good. You know, like we can collaborate on this. We can do this project together. Um, you know, let's bundle our resources and let's go. Uh, you have to be careful that, you know, you're not doing all the work and someone else is taking credit for it. 
um you want to be on an equal path but if you want to do it yourself just be mindful that there might be some people that might not like what you're doing or don't get what you're doing or will be more proactive with someone else who may have the same platform as you that is just how it goes it's not an attack on you and if it is an attack on you those people are just not worth it we always want to be really liked in pageantry we want to be well loved but there will be some things that people just won't do and it's not a reflection on you at all that they won't get involved some pageant queens don't get involved in awareness campaigns they'd rather not um some people see it beneath them others will join in at all like it doesn't matter like if you're regional national international you'll get some that will join in and some that won't you know sometimes it's just different I want to say cultures and stuff, but like the UK and the US are different and Canada are different. You know, we get involved more in awareness days. America sometimes do, depending. Sometimes they get involved in days that aren't really relevant at all. But, you know, that's their pattern journey. But let's go back to campaigns. So your campaign needs to be that we've actually done a uh, a podcast on this before. But your campaigning, once again, needs to have relevance. It's not just a picture. If you're going to do a video, make sure it's not too long. Um, I know the reels, if you're editing there, only 90 seconds. You can, of course, edit the video out. Um, but, you know, 10-minute videos talking about condition, no one's watching that or they're skipping to see if they can find themselves. Um, less a minute less than two minutes three minutes max maximum the same as when you do record interviews anything hard to 15 minutes people start to dip uh, unless you're doing a live where you'll have more conversation people are joining in and out they might ask questions if you are watching a live by the way guys um if you're watching sparkles or platforms or any other live put some comments on there don't just watch put some comments like I like when no one comments you're like okay well we're gonna keep talking but you're like oh you know ask some questions guys even if you just like put a message like great great work guys or really love this it's nice to see when you're being interviewed (laughs) it's nice for an interviewer to know that people are watching now it all depends it all depends on you know the timing who's on there what the discussion is talking about whether people tune in or not um but i do think it's nice to if you're there just leave a comment um and then if you go if you wander off that's cool like we're not expecting you to stay there the whole time but it's nice if you do it is nice if you're on catch up you know like the video (laughs) um but going back to yeah it needs to have substance for the campaign you need to make sure you have enough time to plan it um i dislike (laughs) the ones that message you yeah i've got uh, this is due tonight what even he sent it to me today or you message and you're like yeah i can join in someone puts a post out and then a month later they go yeah this is it deadline's a week and you're like i could have done this a month ago i could have done this a month ago um <laughs> give yourself enough time to edit to chase um don't chase too much if they haven't done it they just haven't done it and i've said this before and i'll say it again there's no point of chasing in pageantry. Um, it's, you know, your time is, is just as much valid as someone else's. Um, that's actually going to be the post for tonight is, you know, you don't have the same amount of time as everyone else. 
yes, we all have 24 hours in a day, but those 24 hours are vastly filled with different things. Um, but let's not go into that. Um, does the campaign have relevance? I hate the campaigns that are like, post free things about this, do this, do that. Just because I see them as really easy to do, so that's great, but the thought process, some people just do them because it's like, yeah, points. I want a little bit more substance than that. Um, but, you know, there are, you know, seven-day challenges, ten-day challenges, weeks challenges. And I think that if you have someone who is motivated to it, they will do it. You know, my dislike for it is not someone else's. Like, someone else will love that. And they will love thinking about it and they'll love doing it. So, as I said, like, <laughs> platforms are personal and it's a personal choice whether someone engages with it or not. So how you can make yours more effective, how we've been talking, is to make sure they look pretty, uh, pretty but informative, you know. <laughs> so easy to read, easy to digest. Um, you know, for Instagram, you can have slides of 10. Facebook, well, I wouldn't go through like 30 slides of information. But then I'm also not going to go through massive paragraphs of writing with one photo. So, you know, finding the balance, making sure that when you're doing photos, that they have a relevance. It's not just a pretty photo. There's some content behind it. Don't superimpose anything into photos. Don't do that. Um, now, what you can do is, of course, you can put yourself onto the official banners that they have. You can add in the official day into that photo. Absolutely fine. Don't add things in there. That don't need to be in there um make sure that you've not stolen anything or i say stolen but you know you've not screenshot anything can reshared it as your own credit if you've seen something that's great and something that you would love to have done but someone's done it already and it looks good share it like repost from this or oh, i had to share this story from this person about this you know make sure it's consistent i always say to pick a day to post um, I used to do Mental Health Mondays and I'd also post my podcast on the Mondays if I recorded any episodes for uh, Queen Chats. Um, now Platform Talks is always on a Sunday, so I always have that and I post different infographics every day anyway. So um, I don't have a specific day anymore because my feed, <laughs> I have to have a post, uh, a picture and then an infographic post. Um, so that's how I've worked out both sparkles and my pageant page now. Personal page is just all pictures, but... <laughs> So make sure that there's relevance, make sure that you can give enough content. Um, so, you know, whether it's facts and statistics, case studies, you, no one's putting out the case studies. Some people do, but stories of people who have gone through this, whether it's pageant girls that you're doing the case studies yourself, you can put out a survey yourself. You can do that. You know, add the research. If you're fundraising for a cause, talk about those petitions. You can add links in the Instagram stories and you can add links on Facebook posts. Add them in there. Invite more people to this. Talk about it more. When you're on the interviews with people, like if you're being interviewed by myself for Sparkles or maybe Dion at Pageantland or Jade at Shout Out Sunday, get in about your platform. Get in about the causes, you know. Did you know? There's a petition going around right now. Get them to do it. Um, yeah, make sure that your campaigns make sense. They're easily doable and that people can join in. Um, but yeah, also that it relates to your platform. Basically, 
think of what you do. Can you explain it in an interview? And if you can explain it with adding examples, because I've trained some girls before, they can talk the talk about their platform. But when I ask you, okay, so what have you done? Nothing. Okay. So for example, if your platform is education, you know, you're educating us on, you know, the inequalities or poverty and, you know, what else can you do alongside that? You can do a book collection, you know, you can go into schools, you can volunteer your time. There are other things that you can add on to this. So, like, the social media part is great, but your platform can also be, yes, volunteering. Do you volunteer an hour a week at this? Or do you do, you know, free tutoring? Or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Charity. If you are fundraising for a charity, that is a charitable cause, the awareness of what you're doing for your platform. So let's say when I had the, when I say I'm still fundraising, um, when my platform was mental health, uh, in May, I did it in A to Z, A to Z of mental health. So with that, there was conditions, there were symptoms, um, and there were things for help, like different therapy names, um, all of that. And then alongside that, I was fundraising uh, for Mind. So if I was to explain that in the interview, I would say, you know, what have you done for your platform? Uh, so for my platform, not only have I shared my experiences of mental health through my podcast and through interviewing others um, for Mental Health Awareness Month, I created an A to Z series in which I explained different aspects of mental health through different conditions. As well as that, I also fundraise for Mind. So not only am I raising awareness, but I'm also helping contribute to that awareness because, you know, Mind helps with different group sessions. It can help with all of that. So, you know, having the charity and just knowing what that charity does. So a lot of you guys fundraise for the Christie charity. Um which helps cancer patients, but, you know, go into a little bit more, um, you know, they, no, I can't think of the top of my head, because I haven't fundraised them for a long time, if I talk about the charity here in Swindon, Brighter Futures, they fundraised, I think it was two billion in the end, um, I think it was, it was a long time, to uh, have a radiotherapy unit here in Swindon, because cancer patients would have to travel from Swindon to Oxford every day for their chemotherapy and radio, radio, radiology, radiotherapy. Um, so we now have that unit here in Swindon, so they don't have to travel because we have a big, we have a big hospital. Um, so yeah, that would be you know my explanation of if you know the Christie Charity have done some big fundraising as well. They fundraise for the units in their um hospital, so you can say that. You know, your fundraising, not just what you've done, you know, you could have fundraised. I did a, a marathon, <laughs> definitely not me. I did a marathon to help fundraise for the Christie because not only are they a great charity, you know, but you know that money is going to projects such as this. You're adding another content. So you've actually researched what the charity is. And, you know, especially if your platform is cancer, charity, like cancer, you know, you can say like this has helped. I've used a swimming, for example, you know, this has helped cut down the wait time and help the travel time because, you know, chemotherapy is a very draining process, which is, you know, killing um, the cancer cells. If I've got that wrong, I've got that wrong. I'm not as clued up. Like, my, 
my science course I did for my uni degree I did definitely talk about the mammographs and I've not gotten to the chemotherapy just yet um but you know you give an extra layer of it you've given information given content um because it's nice to know what you're fundraising for you can fundraise for the charities but what is that money going towards you know if it's a local community charity it could be the money is going on keeping it afloat for the rent for the building for volunteers for the materials like if it's a a youth club materials and, and toys and you know activities and food for the kids to to play with um that's what the money's going towards you know i worked with a local charity here in Swindon and the money that was raised would go on creating items for children in hospitals um you know that's what you knew that's where you knew the money was going when you were donating to these charities and it would go on fundraising and hiring places um and it doesn't sound like much but it's still like when you fundraise for charities of different diseases that money goes to like three different parts you know it's you know, finding out cures and researches, um, going towards awareness, and of course campaigning as well, like, it, it has to go to that, because, you know, it could be a sponsored, an ad, a sponsored ad, it's guessing it out there, so when you are doing that charity side, make sure that you know where the charity is going, and that's what you can also add to your platform post, you know, this is a charity I'm fundraising for, this is what this charity do, you know, examples of some things that they've done, what, you know, what your money's going towards, it's always nice to know that what you fundraise for, you know, so I've fundraised nearly 2,000 for different mental health charities, uh, not in my lifetime, I think over the past, like, three years, I've done many different charities, uh, but I'm just thinking, you know, that could go towards, I don't know, funding a course for one person, uh, for a week of CPT therapy. Um, that's not an official quote, so don't quote me on that. Just thinking off the top of my head what that could be. You know, I know that they, I think, I can't think of it, but like, think like £25 um, for Copperfield can be like sending a boob text to so many people um so it's always good to measure it's nice to have that but i hope that this uh has inspired you of your platform when you're doing interviews get people that are going to give you that content that are going to you know that are relevant to the subject i know a lot of us pageant queens just want to be interviewed all the time we're like yeah but if you've not got anything to say don't waste that time book it when you have because i know that when i get my title i'm like right get me in, (laughs) book me in, but then I need to have stuff to it, so when I was interviewed in October, so I waited for Shout Center, I waited from, and I've got one coming up in December for Pajanan, I was crowned in July, I waited until October because I wanted to talk about my campaigns and about PageantCon, um, you know, and the fundraising that I was doing, so I had that time, and in December, so I'm interviewed on the 27th at Pageantland and I will be discussing PageantCon because it'll be like the last couple of weeks of week tickets. Um, and then the other projects that I have going as well as the annual, um, yeah, like <laughs> you want to plan out your um, time. So if you have a launch date for your platform, 
interview like a month beforehand or two weeks beforehand or even a week beforehand but you know you've got to plan it planning will be your friend whether it's planning content for like the whole year if you wanted to you can post up to six months on your socials uh on the on the on the schedule thing um but yeah think more about what you're putting out there if you feel like you can't commit because a platform is a commitment i'm not saying it like it has to be every day but you know once a week once a week is a is a good is a good time um if you're not doing i see so many good platforms on paper so many good platforms but then there's nothing afterwards if your platform is diversity and inclusion what are you doing to do that being that person is not enough and i'm going to say that now for me as a plus size woman being plus size is not enough to raise awareness of you know body positivity or body acceptance i would say um you know being a plus size woman in pageantry it's not enough to just be that person that's one layer of it you've got to actively be out there so i'm actively talking about it i'm actively being interviewed um you know the whole p and pageantry series that caught national attention like i put myself out there um because i wanted to discuss it more and uh yeah so you have to be really proactive with some things that you have once a week is a great like you know you could do it every day if you wanted to but you don't want to drain yourself out once a week perfectly fine think of the content you're putting out there think of what you're going to do um yeah like and just if you fall this and yeah thought you know what i can't do that then just don't <laughs> focus on other things focus on your fundraising or focus on volunteering or just focus on attending different pageant events and being in that moment everyone sees pageantry differently for me it's you know a very big part of my lifestyle um and i i, I enjoy doing the stuff i enjoy learning new things and researching and creating you know i feel like i feel like i'm really important typing away on my laptop <laughs> typing away on my laptop but i'm really trying to find like um a good a good little cartoon thing to go with my infographic people think wow she's so serious no <laughs> um but yeah so i have that <laughs> but you don't have to do that you know pageantry pageantry can just be attending events and you know you're still donating time if you're going to different charity events but you know every every journey is different you don't have to be the same as another pageant queen please don't feel like you have to overload yourself but by having a platform and having that you have to have passion for it. If you don't have passion for it, it's not your platform. And also, you can change your platform. As I said, I've changed my platform two times. You know, first one, then I merged it, and then I've changed it completely to encompass basically that platform and everything else. Um, <coughs> you don't have to. You don't have to worry about what people think if you're going to change it. If you have the same platform as someone else, it doesn't matter. It's what you do with it. But don't change it and then do nothing with it. <laughs> don't do that um but yes i hope this has helped you elevate it a little bit it's just a bit of explanation you know like pictures need to have more content information needs to be there you know videos are a great way campaigns are they meaningful you know and also the fact that charities aren't platforms they will come under the branch you know if it's a charity it's the cause you're actually fundraising for um you know that all works as well 
platform doesn't just have to be about doing stuff on social media. It can be being proactive. So volunteering, you know, signing petitions, turning up to protests, creating that change from within. You know, if you're really lucky to be in a position where you can create that, brilliant. Talk about it. Invite more of us to help you as well. Um, you know, involve others, <coughs> whether it's through an interview or, you know, a challenge or anything like that. Like, I always say it's better in numbers. I love doing stuff for myself. Um, <laughs> but um, by myself. That's why Sparkles is just me. Um, but like, it's great when I go to events and I have people to tag along with. And I like doing appearances with everyone. Um, pageantry is, is best when it's shared. And you have a shared passion for something. Definitely combine it. 100%. Like... You have to be on the same wavelength, though, because <laughs> if you're not, it can be difficult. Um, but yeah, so I hope this has helped you a little bit more of your platform. If you want more platform discussions, um, if you want to book on the platform talks, you can go in the, the link in the bio of the Instagram. <laughs> I don't know where the, on what platform you're listening to this right now. But yeah um we have a section of the handbook we've done episodes before if you want advice as i said i can i've helped a lot of people with their platforms and shape it and you know guide them towards towards you know what they would find a little bit later we just hurry up the process (laughs) i've also had people have had platforms and then not have platforms afterwards because they realize that they don't need it that they're not really that interested or they're not doing that much of it it's great to like you can still believe in stuff and be passionate without having to turn it into a platform um you know you have to dedicate that time and effort even if it's just once a week which is not much but it's still once a week but i hope that has helped um we'll be doing probably a couple more before the end of the year um who knows (laughs) if there's anything you want us to talk about let me know drop a message um but if we don't record one before then have an incredible christmas uh i always say this if you didn't get if santa didn't bring you what you wanted buy it yourself um that's what i've done (laughs) penelope said why do you not have any presents under the christmas tree and i was like oh yeah I've had to buy some stuff for myself and wrap it up so I get to open it. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> um, oh, Christmas time. <laughs> you don't have a family. Uh, but here we are. Like, Christmas is a great time. Use this time to de-stress. I hope you plan in your new notebooks if you get them. Like, oh, I've got so many new notebooks to use. Love it. Um, but have that time recharge because in January there is pageant con. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets now. Um, and then we have the start of pageant season. We have Yummy, then Pure, then we've got the National Beauty International Awards, then we've got Galaxy in IGM and Atlantic and Intercontinental and Super Nash. It's a chock-a-block few months. So also if you haven't put your train in, book that in now. <laughs> it's gonna get busy. Um 
but yes have an amazing christmas anyways and a great new year if you're not listening um i do think there'll be a couple more episodes beforehand um but i don't like to promise you anything because you know although my platform content is great on the gram my podcast recording is not so some days we have each week a different episode others not so much but you're still here listening I hope. (laughs) Have a good day.